Nikki. Hey, Gabby. So you guys, before we jump into the conversation, if you have not subscribed yet, make sure you do that right now so right you don't now. miss an episode. We know that we throw out so much good content. We don't want you to get lost in it. Yes. So subscribe <laughs> right now. Um, I'm excited about today. Yes. Uh, we are talking about <laughs> confrontation. Ooh. We're talking about uncomfortable conversations. <laughs> and it's funny that I'm excited about it because I'm super non-confrontational. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like confrontation. <laughs> but I think that's why I'm excited to talk about it because it kind of helps me, like, self-reflect and, mm -hmm. like, why don't you like that? Why don't you, like, what is it about it? So we're just going to jump right in today. Yes. And I'm just going to ask you, like, have you ever had a super confrontational, uh, oh, I guess the answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> a super confrontational <laughs> moment, a, an experience, something that was uncomfortable that you were just, like, Oh, I don't want to do this. Oh, my goodness. I've had a few, actually. I've been on both sides. Oh, okay. I've been confronted, and I have had to confront people. Mm. Um, I do not like confrontation. Okay. It's kind of like a love-hate relationship okay. because I like it because I want them things to be better and things to be healthy mm -hmm. because a lot of times when you don't confront things then you don't fix them and they exactly. continue to go on in the toxic way they've been going yes. so it's like a love-hate relationship but the actual you know act <laughs> when of you're it. in the moment <laughs> um yeah but i've i've sat a few people down and mm -hmm. i literally like when i've had to do it my mouth gets super dry yeah. my hands are shaky and sweaty and i'm not even myself like, my voice even starts shaking. Mine does, too. Really? My voice will shake, and it's so terrible because, like, I can hear it. And I'm like, yes. I know I know they hear my voice shaking. Like, they probably think I'm going to start crying or, like, have a meltdown. And, and I'm can't like, I can't help control it. it. It's terrible. Yeah, it, it's horrible. So have you had any experiences? Is, is that kind of similar? I have. So actually, the interesting thing was I anytime I ever thought about confrontation, I just thought about, like, uncomfortable conversations yeah. like something that you need to address that's going to be uncomfortable mm -hmm. but when I was like looking up definitions just out of curiosity a lot of it came up as like argumentative yeah. and like angry disputes and hostile and I'm like I mean I, I could see how that you know can be I tied can into that. confrontation but like I don't know. I just never really thought about it like that. I just always thought it was like a difficult, like uncomfortable conversation. Yeah. Because I was trying to think like, what conversations have I had that were really difficult or really uncomfortable? And I've I've had some for sure. Yeah. And and like you, I've been on both sides. Like I've had, mm. you know, some. I've had people confront me on things, and I've been on the other side. I had to conf confront people, mm -hmm. and um, I've had some petty times. And um, I. Surprised. I have actually very few, really, I, I, I can count on one hand and it's, I would have to really think, um, or the last confrontation I've had, I was petty. I, Were I you? was petty. I was petty. It was one of those. And <laughs> I, I was in my emotions mm -hmm. and that's the, that, and that's something we'll dive into deeper, um, in this episode about confrontation and, and with your emotions and everything else, how to check those. Um, but I was in my emotions and I was like, I don't care. I feel this way. So I'm going to tell this person I feel this way. I'm going to confront them on it. And then I'm going to block them. Yeah, and we... that was petty. <laughs> but, yeah, that was that was, that was was not right. Well, I mean, we'll get into more of it. But it makes me think about when you say you were being petty. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things 
that we'll get into is just like, does everything deserve your reaction? Mm -hmm. You know, just because sometimes people confront you with something doesn't mean mean you're automatically guilty of that and that you even deserve that. So anyway. Yeah, we have so much. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess, um, how do you know when you need to confront a situation? Uh, So for me, I feel like there's different things. I feel like if it's something that's bothering me because maybe someone has done or said something multiple Mm. times that has hurt me yeah and I need to bring that to their attention Mm. and say hey like you've done or said this to me or you've acted this way towards me and I need to know what's going on yeah Um, that's one thing for sure just because I'm super like hyper emotional Mm. um not like unstable but just like things like can hurt me like right. like and it hurt me bad so it's like if i don't bring that to someone's attention then it just kind of eats me away so that's mm-hmm. definitely something that i need to um address to someone yeah i like that i of course um yeah i like that of course you know, if your feelings are hurt or you're being bothered by something, especially by somebody you love, you want to confront that. And I think that goes for different places and different positions in your life. Like maybe even at work, you might have to confront someone. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine like having to confront your boss or your manager or somebody that's over you? You have? I I have have too. I have. (laughs) And that's really scary too sometimes because you know, they're over you. They are in a position of authority. So let's talk about that a little bit, like confronting someone in a position of authority. Um, So I have been fortunate that I've only had to do it once, and it was actually just a few months ago. (laughs) All of Gabby's is super recent. I told y'all I'm going through a process right now. I'm healing. I'm experiencing all the emotions. Um, But at first, I I wasn't sure what to expect. Um, Mm -hmm. It was a person who had a position of authority over me at work, and... Um, it was some he said, she said stuff at work. Oh like, so-and-so told me that this isn't that. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait. I'm in the middle of this now. I need to go straight to the source, which yeah. was someone who was over me at my job. Mm-hmm. So um, I ended up contacting them. I actually did it through text because we had a, such a busy day and there was no other computers up front to do emails, whatnot. So I just did it through text because I knew that she would eventually get back to me. Mm-hmm. And then she called me in and we had a very good conversation. She cleared the air for me. I guess what was said was not 100% accurate, but I'm glad I did because if I would have not um, confronted her on it, um, on what was supposedly said, then it probably would have eaten me away like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, this, this, and that, and started thinking that this was true, which, yeah. you know, I don't even know, you know what's true and what's not, but... I addressed it and I felt good that I addressed it because I know myself and I don't like confrontation and it would have just like continuously played in my mind of like oh I can't believe someone so thought that about me or said that about me type deal yeah that makes and I've been in that position many times Mm -hmm. where I have had things that were out there that were not correct but because of my fear or just not wanting to confront the situation I let it be out there but that bothers you so much like you can't just let it go um I had a situation at work that I had to confront um someone who was over me not Mm -hmm. anymore but they were at the time um I asked them about an opportunity that was presented to us all and Mm -hmm. he told me that I missed the deadline and that the opportunity was no longer available okay probably like two or three days later 
I heard about people still taking advantage of the opportunity. Oh. Yeah, and I was like... So he's being real shady. Yeah, or just confused. Yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I reached out to him immediately. Because yeah, I was like, um... This is really, this could be really big for me. Like, you know, and it was something that I know that has been offered for, I've been at my job for quite some time now Mm -hmm. and it's been offered for a while, but this time I wanted to finally take advantage of it. And, um, it was just, I guess a misunderstanding on his part. And so he was able to make an exception for me. There you go. Like you were able to handle it. Mm -hmm. Like you could have been thinking, like if you didn't confront him, you might've been thinking like, oh, he was shady. Oh, he didn't want me to have that position type deal when Mm -hmm. it was just a, it was just a mistake. It was just a mistake, and I could have just went without and just, like, yeah. had to keep playing it over in my head, like, what the reason was. So, yeah, it it is hard. Like, do you think it's harder in certain places, with, whether it's friends or relationships, family, work? Um, so, I always think work's uncomfortable just because, I mean, they all can be uncomfortable. But for mm-hmm. me with work, for me in particular, I'm not, like, like, I'm cool with my coworkers, but I don't have, like, a super tight-knit, like, relationship right. with them. So sometimes when you don't have a close relationship with someone, you don't really know how to approach them. Mm-hmm. At least this is for me. Like, the closer I am to you, I feel the more comfortable I can express myself to mm-hmm. you. That's me. Now, I know someone might look at it complete opposite. Like, no, you're my whatever. Oh, is that you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I made this little voice of, like. Oh, that's me? <laughs> you're my whatever. <laughs> but no that for me like I feel like if I don't know you on a close level it's harder for me to confront you because I don't really know what to expect from you hmm. if I know you personally then I probably know what reaction I'm going to expect so I already feel more comfortable in how I can react to that if that makes sense that makes good sense I, even though I'm on the opposite side of yeah. that I totally get it but for me, it's like, I think that because we're in a professional setting, mm-hmm. I expect you to be professional. And okay. so I can talk to you in a professional manner and you can talk back to me in a professional mm-hmm. manner. And I feel like it's easy. Like I said with my manager, I addressed him immediately. Mm-hmm. Like after that meeting was over, he got an email. Like, yeah. And it was just easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but when, when it's friends and family, like sometimes you never know how it's going to turn I out. I feel like friends and family can be more heated. It can be more heated, and then it can become awkward. mm -hmm. You never know. Yeah, especially if it's someone that you spend a lot of time with. Like, if it's a spouse, a partner, (laughs) a parent. Like, someone that you really have a a child, someone that you're typically seeing quite often. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't resolve that, you can feel the tension every time you guys are around each other. Or anytime you guys speak to each other, you can hear the tension if it hasn't been resolved yet. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um... But I feel like the older I get now, I'm more comfortable mm-hmm. confronting people. Even though I don't like it, yeah. I feel like I'm more comfortable. I, I feel like I'm just becoming more comfortable in speaking my emotions and being heard. So then, why do you think, like, why do you think we're afraid of confrontation? Like, people like us who are like, I don't, but it's actually not just people like us. I mean, there's a lot of people who yeah. don't like confrontation. Yeah, I remember a while ago on one of our episodes, you talked about, like, you read a book where... Uh, they were talking about statistics and how 80% of our mm-hmm. fears don't come true. Though That's one of those situations yeah. where we have this fear that they're going to get up and flip the table and right. throw a drink in our face and slap <laughs> us and then we're going to be in a brawl. Like, <laughs> so you true. always expect the absolute yeah. worst and that never, never happens. happens. Even when I've confronted very aggressive people, you know, mm-hmm. 
feelings may be hurt a little here and there. Um, and there may be some shocking confrontation, but it's never been some insane situation. The only thing that's happened is clarity was brought to the situation. Now you do have some people who are not able to handle it as well. And they kind of shut down, Mm -hmm. but that's on them. Yes. And that's okay. But a lot of the times that the fears that we have, they're not even realistic. That's so true. I think that, that would be my answer as well. I feel like it's just the fear and the expectation of some type of crazy thing happening that mm-hmm. probably, like you said, will never happen. Um, I think it's just uncomfortable too. Like sometimes it's just it's like not fun. when you have a difficult conversation, it just makes you feel uncomfortable. And I feel like people typically don't want to be uncomfortable. We want yeah. to be in our comfort zones. And I think that's why a lot of times we let things just like breeze by mm-hmm. us. Like we just brush things under the rug, brush them under the rug, brush them. Because we don't want our, our feathers ruffled. We just want to keep on doing what we're doing in yep. life. And when you have to stop and deviate from that and actually, you know, have a hard conversation, now that's like stirring up all these other mm-hmm. just uncomfortable emotions and, and conversations. I think that's sometimes for me too. It's just like... I think I'm just so laid back mm-hmm. that I'm like, is it really worth it? Is it worth it? Is yeah. Is it worth it? And, Something and, to evaluate. Yes. And, and I think that's okay too. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay to say, you know what, is is this something that needs to be addressed? Yeah. You know, is this something that's worth it? Will it bring clarity, like you were saying? Mm-hmm. Or will it cause more strife? Because some things that you bring up, We'll just, it, it, it's just going to cause more stuff. Yeah. Like, especially if it doesn't have to be addressed, especially, like, old things. I think a lot of people want to bring up old stuff mm-hmm. and be confrontational in that when it's already been dealt with and over, and now you want to bring it up and, and start this whole new, like, argument over something that's Over old. something that we already discussed and that's like, and got past. Yes, if you've already discussed it, you've gotten past it, and it's done and over with, leave it alone. Just leave deal. it alone. Yeah, and with you saying that, and I know this is kind of a, a whole nother episode, mm-hmm. it makes me think about our desire to be liked. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say mm-hmm. that is because sometimes you don't want to confront things because you just don't want to cause issues. You just want to come off cool as a cucumber. Mm -hmm. Nothing bothers me. Rolls off my back. You don't want to be the one. And guess what? Sometimes when you confront things, it's not going to go the way you want to go. Sometimes a lot of women, they call us bossy when we speak up for ourselves. We get a bad rap. We get a bad name. And people dislike us for that. And we don't want to be disliked. So So we we, stay quiet. We stay quiet. For Mm -hmm. me, I know there is a huge stigma um against black women which i don't know why because gabby feisty she ain't black i'm feisty yeah i'm a feisty white woman (laughs) women i think it's women period but i mean you have some but anyway there's a stigma that black women they just are loud and aggressive and we just uh, right. finger waving and neck rolling and I have fought against that stereotype mm-hmm. I try not to get too loud I try not to get too passionate I try to tread very lightly on certain topics especially mm-hmm. when it comes to men because I don't want to come off as that stereotype mm-hmm. but then I'm like I have to understand that some people are just not going to like you they're not they're just and not that's okay. like it is okay I remember one time <laughs> story time. Ah, story time. <laughs> I was like 15, 16. 
I think it was 15, I was over at a cousin's house over the summer, and they had, like, a big cookout, so we had all our family, mm-hmm. this, like, my cousin had some of her friends, and they were in Manchester, so it's, you know, more, I don't know if I should say it this way, but more quote-unquote white, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I hope no one takes offense Predominantly to that. white? Predominantly white, yeah. Um, the culture is just a little bit different, so... I come in here, and then this guy was in the living room. He was probably about my age, too. He was one of my cousin's uh, friends, and um, he was coming at my other cousin real crazy. I don't remember what he was saying, but he was being real disrespectful to her. Mm. And she wasn't saying nothing back to him. So I was like, hold on. <laughs> I said, and now Gabby, back in the day, was a fighter and a cusser, just to <laughs> FYI. So... I would I pay to like, see this footage. I swear <laughs> I would. We 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 feel with the Holy Ghost when we met each other. So yeah. So, oh, thank God. Thank God. Um. But yes, I was a little bit on the crazy side on that. Whatever. Okay. So he was like talking to her real crazy, and she wasn't standing up for herself. So I came back at him, and I was just like, "Don't talk to her like that." Da 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 da. And he said. it's like take your ghetto a back to akron and i was like oh 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 first off blankety blankety blank 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 and i'm gonna bring some akron dudes up with me next time oh my (laughs) gosh no he did not yes i was like i'm offended exactly i was like what is mean like we just ghetto in our crib and because you stood up for her you're now ghetto but and, and first at first i wasn't disrespectful i mm-hmm. did cuss I, I think i said i think i said something i don't remember what it was but i wasn't crazy at first i was just like watch your mouth like why are you talking to her like that like, do you realize like this is my family's house type deal mm-hmm. and he just kept on coming back so then i started coming back with like i think that's what it is is that a lot of men don't like when women come back at them mm-hmm. they think that they'll say one thing to you and you're like oh okay and i was like no i'm gonna I'm keep bringing it like yes. you keep bringing it i'm gonna keep bringing it it's my favorite and thing it's <laughs> my favorite thing like i'm not gonna back down from this just because i'm a woman like i'm just not and i think he didn't like that and he mm-hmm. finally thought like this is gonna be the straw that breaks the camel back and would tell her to take her getaway back to grand i was like oh because we stand up for ourselves now we get out and that's another thing that comes with confrontation you don't want to be seen that way mm-hmm. you don't want to be seen as ghetto and confrontational and aggressive and everything but it's like the only way to avoid that is to comply we need to do an episode on compliance Ooh, too that's a good one yeah that's like the only that. way to is to comply just to mm-hmm. say yes sir yes ma'am okay that's fine Mm-mm. that's the only way that and then you get the rep oh she's real cool she's real chill i love her that's because you can control them and that's mm. what it comes back down to. Yeah, that's Control. an episode. I like that. We're going to mm. do that. Yes. <laughs> okay. So when we confront, when we have confrontation, um, what would you say would be like your motive of it? Like I think this probably maybe a little personal because some people, they, they just like drama and they they pick confrontation like with everyone and anyone. Mm-hmm. But like for you, what would be your motive or like your end goal when like you are getting ready to enter a confrontation or you're already actively in it and you're like, I... Yeah. I'm here now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it can be different. Sometimes it is to shut down disrespect. Like okay. it may not even be to fix anything. It may just be to let you know, like I'm mm-hmm. not gonna tolerate you disrespecting yes. me. Like okay. you were just rude to me for no reason at all, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna tolerate that. Period. End of story. Right. Um, 
And then other times it's to repair a relationship. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever had a bad motive, um, which people can have. They can come at you crazy to make themselves feel better, put you down, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. Um, But it's always either to repair a relationship or just to make you respect my boundaries and respect me, period. I agree 100%. I'm the same exact way. Mm -hmm. Like, either something's bothering me and because you are important to me, like, I'm going to bring this to your attention because I want to clear the air on this. Mm -hmm. Or, like, you're not going to treat me or talk to me like that. And I want to let you know, like, that's not going to happen again, Mm -hmm. period, type deal. So I agree. But, like you said, like, some people, they just... They're like, no, I want to fight with everyone and anyone about everything. And that's toxic. That goes all to the toxic people that we were talking about in the other conversation. So how do you deal with it? And we talked about it a little bit earlier. When someone comes to you with confrontation, and I know a lot of times when people approach us, Mm -hmm. it is completely out of left field. Yeah. Or maybe they'll say, hey, I need to talk to you. Mm -hmm. Um, That's the worst. Side note, (laughs) don't you hate when someone sends you a text message like, hey, we need to talk, and then nothing else, and you're like, what do we need to talk about? That literally Why just we happened to, to me last I week. I hate that. I'm like, <laughs> just tell me now or wait until you have a moment to talk and be like, hey, like, give me a call or something. Can I call you? Don't tell me we need to talk and have my mind thinking all this stuff. You know what? And I'm, I'm <laughs> learning how to deal with that. That literally just happened to me last week. Somebody mm. texted me and was like, hey, give me a call when you can. I need to talk to you about something. And I'm like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even about to stress about it. Like, we'll get right. to it when we get to it. But yeah. that can be a very stressful way to approach it. But really, I want to focus on, like, when they come to you and it's out of left field. Like, how do you even handle that? Yeah, You can't really prepare for it. You can't prepare for it. So I've only had that happen a couple times. Um, and I think it's, it, it's just different depending on the situation, what mm-hmm. it is and what, like, one time it happened, it was completely, like, out of the blue, was not expecting it. And I was just, like, I was so blindsided. I was just, like, okay. Like, I was just, like, super, I don't, I don't want to say nonchalant about it because I wasn't nonchalant. But it was just, I didn't have a moment to process it. And I felt like I needed to respond, mm-hmm. you know, of the pressing situation. I felt like I had to respond. But I didn't have, I, I'm a thinker. Yeah. And for me, if someone brings something to me, I, I, for me to properly, like, have a good conversation about it, like, I really need a moment yeah. to soak it in, think about it, collect my thoughts, collect my feelings, and then approach it. But you don't always have that, um, yes. that option. So um, the one time I was just like, okay, like, you're right, like. I I, I I literally have no other things to say right now. And then you go back home like, dang, I should have said this, this, Then you're this, in the this. shower. I do this every time. I be in the shower like, I be replaying in my head like, and this is, in my, yes, I should have said that. I should have said that. Like, oh, mm, I wish I could go back and say that again. Like, Yes, I hate that when it's on the spot and you don't, like, I admire people who can respond in the moment and yeah. articulate themselves mm-hmm. and, like, I think about situations that I see where people dealt with racism on the spot mm-hmm. and or something like that, and they just came back and got that person together. And I just be like, I don't know what I would have did yeah. in that moment. I don't know if I would have punched him in the face. I don't know if I would have just froze. But I admire yeah. that being able to just speak it right then and there. But yeah. then again, they have to respect it if you can't because it's like mm-hmm. you've had time to prepare. Right, because obviously. you're coming to me. You've mm-hmm. already pre-planned this because I'm, I'm so – in the other direction, like if I'm confronting someone, I prepare. 
I'm the type of person, <laughs> this is, this sounds a little crazy, but it works for me. Mm -hmm. I will be the person that I will literally type it out in my notes. And I don't sp speak it like verbatim from mm -hmm. my notes, but I'm able to write down all my thoughts Remember and feelings, everything. have it in my notes in my phone, read over it. And, and not only that, but it helps me process it mm -hmm. because sometimes you're, you, if, especially if it's a really like, um, pressing situation that's bothering you, mm -hmm. you can be kind of like high emotions. Yeah. So I'll type it all out and I'm like reading it and I'm just processing through it all and I take out what needs, Holy Spirit be like, take that out. I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, I'll do that. But um, I, I can easily confront someone because I've already been prepared. But yeah. it's, it's hard for me on the flip side. Yeah. I mean, I've done that before too. Okay. I've made a list of notes. Like, I'm going to say this, this, mm -hmm. this, and this, and this because you want to make sure your points are coming yes. across valid and everything like that. But it is very difficult. And I think that sometimes if you have no idea that what you were doing was bothering or upsetting this mm -hmm. person, it can really be shocking. I've had someone literally tell me that, I'm the type I'm the type of person who does this. Mm. And I was literally in shock that they felt that way yeah. about me. I was like, I do? Yeah. Like what? Right. But out of respect for them, mm -hmm. you know, you have to you have to sit back and take a moment and really think because I think that a lot of times we get on the defensive immediately yeah, for sure. when somebody says I don't like it when you talk over me. I feel mm. like you do it all the time. And they like, what? Talk over you? When have I ever? I don't talk over yeah. you. You know what I mean? Like, don't do that. Like, please. Like, we have to take a moment to actually think like, wow, do I do that? Their feelings are coming from somewhere. You yeah. know what I mean? Let me take a minute to... Like, understand what it is. Because maybe you did do something and say something and not have meant it. Mm -hmm. Or not even realize it came off that yeah. way. And you have to say, okay help me understand like what is it like but when did, and not not as a like i'm testing you to right. see but it's like i truly need to know this because if i am doing this like i want to fix it yeah and you want to be able to say thank you for bringing this to my yeah. attention i apologize for doing that and i'm gonna work on it yeah it's so like like i feel like when you're dealing with conversation and it's obviously easier said than done but when you deal with converse um when you deal with confrontation i think it's best and it's probably better to do this when you do take a step away for a moment i don't even care if it's like five seconds breathe and think and then speak but to try to be as level-headed as possible yes. to be as respectful as possible mm -hmm. and it's hard in some conversations because some conversations people are coming in real disrespectful yes. and their motive is to argue and make you feel bad and it's hard in those situations and i feel like in those situations you just have to say Okay, if this is how the conversation is going to go, then we're done right now. If you want to have this conversation when you are more calmed down, then we can. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of keep, because I feel like for me too, because <laughs> once you get me going, like I can keep going. And not like in a bad way, but it's like I think for so long I've shrunk myself down. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times I feel like, does this person really value my voice or what I'm trying to say? Like if they're shutting me down or I'm not feeling like I'm being heard. Mm -hmm. So I'll oftentimes come back stronger. Cause I'm like, no, like I, my voice is valuable. My opinion is valuable. Yeah. My feelings are valuable and that can make me heated too. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't need to get that far. Yeah. Cause nobody wants to feel like they're crazy. You know what I mean? Exactly. Don't make me feel like I'm crazy. Yes. You've been my friend. You've been my cousin that hangs out with me forever mm -hmm. all this time. And we've been getting along with the second that I don't like something that you do. Now I'm crazy. And now I'm everything else. You know what I mean? Like, 
respect my feelings, respect the way that I think, respect the way that I feel. So we have to, on the other hand, think that way too. And even yeah. though, like I said, I was a, I was confronted with something that I never realized, mm-hmm. I actually did take the time to say like, do you do that, yeah. you know? And so that we can actually repair it instead mm-hmm. of me getting upset. But when people do get upset, how do you keep it on track? How do you keep it from, I know you just talked about kind of like being like, if you're going to, you know, come at me like this, then we need to stop it. But how do you kind of keep things from going in every different direction besides the way that you actually needed it to go? Or can you control it? I feel like you can only control what you do. Um, you, you can't, you can't control. I mean, you can, there are things that you could possibly say that can deescalate them. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there are deescalating tactics that can oftentimes work, but you, you still can't control the other person. You can only control you. So if you are like, okay, I see this person's real heated. I see that they're trying to bring up all these other things that don't even really apply to the situation right now. Mm -hmm. What can I do? What can I say? How can I react to Mm deescalate? Like I said, that's taking a moment. That's taking a break. If that's saying, wait, 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 hold on. Let me repeat that back to you and see Mm -hmm. if I got that right. You know, you know, things like that to make them because sometimes people just don't feel like they're being heard. Mm -hmm. And like people will say you're listening, but you don't understand. You know, that's that's a common thing. Like take a moment and say, wait, 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 let me repeat that back to you. So you said this and this makes you feel this. And it that takes a lot of maturity. It takes a lot of practice because it. It puts our pride to the side. And mm-hmm. we don't, even if you're not a quote-unquote prideful person, we all have pride issues yes. to a degree. And it's hard to put that stuff aside and say, okay, let me be the quote-unquote bigger person. Yeah. Um, and then maybe it's like, it, it sounds bad, but you know what? Some people, you might have to ignore all the uh, distractions that they're trying to place in. Like mm-hmm. they're bringing all these other things from left field that don't apply to what the conversation is. Maybe it's like a, you, you don't even entertain those things. You just mm-hmm. repeat exactly what it is that the problem is in, yeah. the, in the present. Yeah, that's really good. And I th- it makes me think about like a practice commonly done in marriage counseling Mm -hmm. where they role play because sometimes you have a conversation with your spouse Mm -hmm. and I swear like (laughs) sometimes we hear something that was literally never said and like there's been times even arguing with my husband that I've been like I really wish we had a tape recorder here because you know Mm -hmm. something went wrong and I don't know what it was but when you say let's role play Mm -hmm. I'll be you you be me and let's reenact this conversation and then you realize I was like, oh, you did yeah. just say, hey, I don't like this. And I took it as, I can't stand when you do that, you know. Yes. So, you know, role play and just re-going over kind of what just happened, mm-hmm. making sure you fully understand can bring things down. Yes, So for sure. Let's talk about like some positive ways. Our activity for today, I guess, is to come up with some words or phrases that we think are positive to use during confrontation okay um so one of my positive things i think just just saying like i did before um is um let me take a break let me collect my thoughts or how can i support you in that Mm -hmm. like if someone's mad because they feel like you're not um you're not doing enough for them you know how can i support you in that what can i do 
that's to be better in this. Yeah. You know, I think that's more so a lot of times in like probably relational, like mm-hmm. spouse or boyfriend girlfriend type deal. Also, I think like just repeating back the phrase to them, mm-hmm. letting them know that they're being heard and saying like help me to understand like what you're feeling. Help me to yeah. understand why this makes you feel this way mm-hmm. type deal. I agree. I like those. I think that um some of the positives, one positive I can think of is um, thanking the person, whether you're confronting mm-hmm. them or being confronted. If you're confronting them, thank you for taking the time to sit yeah. down and talk to me and work this out. Or if they're bringing it to you again, something like, thank you for bringing this to my attention because you want to let them know that you appreciate them. Yeah. Um, sometimes you have to pause. I know, especially in relationships, um, you have to pause and remind yourself we're on the same side. Yeah. And you can do that with friends and family too, because it's like, I love you and I want to fix this. I don't mm-hmm. want us to have a fight, you know? Yeah. And sometimes that can get lost yes. in confrontation. So some kind of way taking a pause and be like, well, I really want to fix this. Mm-hmm. I don't want us to be at odds. So what can we do just mm-hmm. to kind of take a break from the anger and remind you like, Hey, we're on the same side yeah. here. I like just want to both want to fix it. Yeah. Hopefully. Us against the problem. Yeah. Problem and not us against each other. Yes, that's good. I like that. So, like, on the flip side, um, negative things. Like, mm-hmm. things that you're like, mm, that's probably not good to say in, conference, <laughs> in confrontation. Yeah. Um, I feel like phrases like, you always do this or you never you do You literally this. just took mine. Really? <laughs> I feel like those. Yes, and you know always what? Always and never. <laughs> I, I really didn't realize that until someone brought it to my attention one time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I was having a disagreement with someone and I can't remember if I said you always or you never, it was one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, you should never say that. And I was like, I, and I, I really didn't realize I was saying it. Mm-hmm. I was probably just speaking out of frustration, but they were like, you should not say that. And I, and when they explained to me, I'm like, oh wow. Like it makes perfect sense. You should never say that. And yeah. that can really escalate an issue because now you are probably going to cause the person to be defensive because now they have to plead their case of why they're not always doing this or never doing that. And now y'all going tick for tat like what about this time and what about that time so yeah I agree with that Um, don't make demands when you are in confrontation don't say for example um, I don't like that girl so don't be friends with her anymore don't like her don't Mm. do it's you know, almost like a controlling tactic yes. when you make those demands. Ask questions instead. Say, hey, this makes me a bit uncomfortable. What do you think we can do? Like, can we meet in the middle? Can we figure mm-hmm. out a better way? Ask questions. Don't ever demand a person to do yeah. something. Now, of course, things are different if you're in a situation where you're being disrespected and you're telling somebody, I don't like when you do this. I don't like when you do yeah. that. But a lot of times it's not what you say. It's how you say it. That's true. You can't be coming at people like, don't do this and don't do that and expect a positive outcome. And yeah. I've seen so many people have discussions like that where they come in hot and heated and angry. And I'm like, there's no way you could have thought there was going to be a resolve when you yeah. came in making demands and telling them what they can and cannot do. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I feel like, too, which I'm kind of guilty of. I try to be better, so I haven't been <laughs> in any confrontations lately, like in the last, I don't know, couple months. <laughs> but I think a negative thing is being like super nonchalant mm-hmm. and like almost shutting down and just being like, whatever, okay, whatever you say. Oh. Um, or nah, I'm fine. It, it is what it is. Like, yeah. I know, like, I typically will only get there if I'm feeling like I'm not being heard. And yeah. at this point, I'm just like, doesn't matter what I say or do. And instead of 
being like that, like instead of being nonchalant or shutting down, I feel like, I guess whenever I'm in another confrontation, if I get to that point, instead of doing that, Mm -hmm. you know, say, okay, hey, I feel like this is not really getting anywhere right now. Can I get some time? Can we cool off? And then Mm. can we come back and and discuss this? And that takes a lot. That takes a lot. It takes a lot. But I I know that that's a a negative trait of mine, that I can get to that point where I'm just like, "Mm, I'm done. I'm done with the conversation. You know that makes me think, though, for it, because I've become like that sometimes, Mm -hmm. too. For me to get to that point, it means you're really probably over-talking me. You're not listening to me. You're not giving me a chance. So maybe, even though that's something that we have to be more mature in to say, Mm -hmm. like, hey, I'm shutting down. Mm -hmm. I want to take a break. We need to pay attention to those cues. If this person is shutting down because they feel like you're literally not even listening to me, that may tell you something about the way that you're coming at them. Yeah. You're not you're not making it a safe space for them to say what they feel or what they think. You're getting probably frustrated because they're not agreeing with you or maybe sometimes and you that's just... what it is. That's mm-hmm. what it is. And the times that I've had the conversation, it's like they wanted me to agree with them, like they wanted me to change my idea and it's like no. I'm not going to change it just because you told me to change it. Yeah. Like now you can possibly persuade me, you know, if you have a good enough, um, you know, arguments mm-hmm. or a good enough point, but I'm not going to do that. Or like you said, you're over talking me and I don't feel like I'm being hurt. And I don't mm-hmm. feel like I have a chance to say anything. So now I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. But it's not good. It's not good when you're trying to resolve something mm-hmm. because now you're just like, whatever, I'm done talking. And if that person gets frustrated, they're done talking. And then, you know, you didn't really get anywhere. So yeah. I would say try to work through that. Yeah, I think that was some really great tips that I we do. just gave that we need to take for ourselves. Every time yes. we do an episode, I'm learning too. Yes. We're learning yes. too. We're in it. So we even have like some episode ideas that we want to work on, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of like, ooh, I'm not ready for that because I'm like nowhere near I'm that. I'm still working in that area. <laughs> so yeah, we're always growing with you guys. But yes. thank you guys so much for mm-hmm. listening. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, rate, and review. Yes. Share, 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 share. And we will see you guys next Monday. All right. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye.